Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Smash. Susie. Wait, what, was, what was the game? No, I don't want to play any more games. I have done a lot of things in my past. I'm the monster. Hi, sisters. I did it. Hello and welcome to What's On Your Feed. My name is Hanny Soy. And I'm Rose Confetti. We're both on Wajak Noongar Buja. What's On Your Feed is a weekly sort of-ish podcast <laughs> where we discuss the weird, the wacky, the viral, the underground content that has appeared on our feeds. Oh, and this week... We've actually been taken to the same destination, Henny. Yes, we have. We have jumped aboard <laughs> the Disney cruise virtually. I nearly said yes, chef, but I meant to say like, yes, captain. Like, you know, like yes, queen. <laughs> Ahoy. <laughs> Ahoy, captain. <laughs> actually, the Disney cruise, even um, like their horn sound is, you know, that, that Disney song. What is it? The, like the dream one? <laughs> They need to stop it. But <laughs> we we deserve to be on this cruise because all the fucking influencers and even journalists are on this cruise promoting the fact that Disney cruises have come to Australia. And it looks like Disney's just been shelling out these fucking free cruises for people. <laughs> Where the hell was our invite? I love how it even extended to, like, I follow a food vlogger in Sydney and he'd been led on the tour. And I was like, sorry, I... <laughs> This is supposed to be food places you must try in Sydney. How are we now on the on the Disney cruise, the Disney Wonder cruise? Yeah, I'm confused. Like, surely, surely they thought of us. Oh, I think our uh, letters just got lost in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hope so. But they've got time to redeem it because we're about to promote this unintentionally. Yes. Let me tell you. I have been on Cruise Top for a while. That fascinates me because this was my first appearance of Cruise Talk. I have become a convert. I uh, It's very <laughs> off-brand for me, but I think I would enjoy a cruise. I would like to try one at least once in my life. Oh, no, I support that because I see you in one of those, like, flowing vacation <laughs> outfits that they wear on Drag Race when it's, like, vacation eleganza, extravaganza, <laughs> and it's, like, you in, like, a big floppy hat and, like, wedges and, like, Getting a my mimosa gown. as I yes. yes. The primary reason, I had to really dig deep to understand what was actually calling me to be on a cruise. Mm. And this is really, really deep-rooted within me. <laughs> This is all coming back to the trauma of Sizzler closing down. Rest in peace. <laughs> because I am just after a fucking buffet. Oh, and a good quality buffet. And this is what I associate cruises with, a buffet. I associate it with water slides, which don't really know why, but I think it's the feeling of nothing but extravagance <laughs> and fun. <laughs> I saw one cruise, not a Disney cruise, that had a fucking zipline on it, but I'm pretty a sure this line. Disney cruise has a zipline as well. I saw that they do an outdoor performance um, every evening with, like, a light show and fucking Spider-Man goes across. Since when was Spider-Man involved in Disney? I don't want to hear it from the Marvel and other fucking <laughs> don't care. DC bullshit. I don't care. I know you're going to try and explain it to me. Shut up. <laughs> but just picture <laughs> Mickey Mouse and Spider-Man, like, holding hands. Like, that's just not on. That, not that's on. Not. I don't care if technically someone bought someone at some point. They don't sit and have a chat. They're not geeking on the cruise. So I feel like the 
activities are just a supplement to the fact that I have accessibility to buffet. a buffet. <laughs> and not just buffets. What I found really interesting in my first look at, well, first look at any cruises, but especially the Disney Wonder Cruise, was it amazes me how there's multiple restaurants. Yes, on the Disney Cruise, there are 12 food options on board. One of them is room service, but the rest are literal restaurants. And I think the creator I was watching, because the most of the information I've got comes from the same creator. Uh, it, the account is just called Cruising Insiders. And she was saying how you're like booked onto a table and each night it shuffles you to a different restaurant. And I'm assuming all the restaurants are open all the time. It's just that there's so many people there, like rotate you through them all. Yeah, that would make sense. And I think you can make bookings as well yourself. For me, I'm still stuck on this buffet thing, though. <laughs> However, I realized how long I've actually been on Cruise Talk and how long I've been yeah. thinking about this when I went to Google just before we started recording vegan options on Disney Cruise. And I found a blog that I've already read. <laughs> this has been like in the henny soy law for a while. It's Absolutely. <laughs> I have been thinking about how can I eat. Now, I and this is why I'm gravitating again towards the buffets because I have been complimented on my ability to style a salad. Oh. Like people are probably thinking, well, a buffet is going to be barren for you. Like there's not going to be a lot of options. <laughs> no, I can pimp out a fucking buffet. It is a, a joy of mine. Like most recently I had an experience in the Virgin Lounge Ooh. and I got compliments on the way that I made my salad look. <laughs> I make that shit look good and yes it tastes good. I do I will gorge myself on bread rolls. <laughs> but to my pleasant surprise, maybe not surprise, um, all of the Disney restaurants do have plant based options as well. So I'll be covered if I have to eat at those as well. So when you're you, we've mentioned it before how you need to be a salad influencer. When your salad influencing <laughs> really kicks off, that's when we'll get the Disney invite. And I think this is a really good like angle for Disney as well. What do vegans do on your cruise? Yeah. I feel like it's a lack of coverage and also how to pimp out a buffet, uh, pimp out your buffet specifically. Now, I wanted to know how much this cruise would, would set me back, right? Oh, my God, yes, please tell me. So I think this is a pretty decent. For a seven-night cruise, Disney Magic at Sea Cruise from Melbourne and then it goes to Eden and then Sydney and then Hobart. Where the fuck's Eden? I, I nobody know. tell me. I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it prices are from two guests as well, five thousand nine hundred. Wow! I assumed cruises were always going to be double digits, and I'm pretty sure that includes food and stuff, right? I think it includes the basic meals. But what I have found by looking at these disney and other cruise vlogs is i forget that there's a lot of shopping that goes on right oh yes yes absolutely lots of gift shops with exclusive stuff honestly the disney stuff i mean disney not to be not to be rude but the the stuff wasn't that cute in my opinion neither were the rooms i was looking at the rooms and i was hoping i was hoping they would be themed because i'm pretty sure on the american yeah. cruises they're a bit more themed well at disneyland they do it exactly i want to sleep in an aristocats room specifically <gasps> one that looks like marie from aristocats yes. i was really hoping i would i would shell out the big bucks for that oh i would pay for you to do that like i need you to experience <laughs> that joy I didn't realise with cruises as well how there's different tiers of rooms. So the basic, the cheapest room you can get are the ones on the inside where yes. you don't necessarily have a view. Then you go to ocean view and then you go to balcony. The views on the balcony, though, 
terrify me. The fact that you're sitting on the open edge of the boat, I know there's a barrier, but it freaks me out that you're just in the middle of the ocean and if you just, you could just jump off. Yeah, and people have, and I might. Too scary, (laughs) too scary for me. Have I convinced you to come on a cruise? Like, are you convinced by my... um, need for a buffet that should I do it should I spend six grand to go on this seven night cruise because I could theoretically get on it now because I think it's (laughs) going (laughs) um I've got it here it's gonna set off on the 3rd of November so I've got from now I've got three days to uh, four days to decide (laughs) if I want to hop on Melbourne so I've got to include Melbourne yeah but I feel like I could work on the cruise at the same time not actually work (laughs) on like a holiday yeah a working holiday I could get the laptop out by the pool (laughs) maybe Spider-Man can help me (laughs) the one thing that did make me quite nervous about the cruise though Henny that I'm not sure you can help me with is I was watching some vlogs from someone called Ethan James uh he's a dancer and he says he's lived on a cruise ship for two years uh and he was showing what happens when it gets quite rocky out in the middle of the ocean and the way that cruise ship shook no thank you see this is how limited my understanding of physics is because i just assume that like a big boat's not going to be impacted by waves i just think it's bigger than the waves and it's not gonna like what can a little fucking wave do like right because i get seasick and i just assume because i'm on a big ass boat i'll be unaffected well, Ethan reckons people do get seasick. Sometimes they have to close off one side of the boat, like the balconies, because it gets too wet. Now, obviously, there's so much that only, like, crew can do to avoid any accidents or anything. So things that they would do is, like, block entryways onto outside decks if it's really windy or really rocky, which right now one side of the ship is closed to the other side. Obviously, they'll put up wet floor signs and they'll put up caution things, like, inside, just to remind people that it is quite rocky. Saying that, though, this doesn't really make me seasick. I don't really get seasick at all, luckily, compared to other people. But it does affect the way that you walk. Like, we just had rehearsals, and so we were getting thrown all around the stage, and this is just another thing that we have to deal with as performers on cruise ships and even as guests on cruise ships. On Disney cruises, and this appeases me greatly, children who are not potty trained cannot go in the pools. Oh, correct. We need that rule all the time. (laughs) Unsurprisingly, because parents are parents, this is a controversial rule. And people have said, oh, I feel like if they're wearing a swim diaper, they should be allowed to go fucking play in the splash pads. Yeah. Also, like, cruises, okay, yeah, not as expensive as we thought because we just thought they were more expensive. If your child is too young to be, like, toilet trained, why are you paying for it to go on a cruise? It's not going to remember any of it. Absolutely not. That's so true. Another thing I think about with cruising is whether I would want to go on a child-free cruise, probably. But mm. the appeal of the Disney ones is obviously all the Disney bullshit. However, I think we're getting a kind of rough deal in Australia because in the American tours or that region, region, Jean. <laughs> in that region, they get to go to Disney's private island, which is called oh. Castaway Key. This is new to me. Yeah, they've got a fucking island. I'm Googling it. Let me tell you about Castaway Key. It is a private island in the Bahamas, which serves as an exclusive port for the Disney Cruise Line ships. Wow. But we don't get that. 
Maybe they need to like buy one of our little Australian islands or something. We got some cute animals that they could make some cartoons about. Imagine if they bought Rottnest. <laughs> you could definitely make a whole Disney movie about quokkas. Oh, for sure. I'm surprised they haven't already. The sad little quokka. All right, Rose, final final question then. Are we going on November 3rd? <laughs> if nobody hears from us, we're on the Disney cruise. <laughs> Actually, if work doesn't hear from us, we're on the Disney cruise. <laughs> no, if work doesn't hear from us, we're not on the Disney cruise. I am in my home office and, yes, it's just rocking a bit from, like, me wiggling and not. Yeah, and like... I've just done some renovations <laughs> and, weirdly, it looks like a bit of a cruise ship, but I swear I'm not on one. <laughs> it's just a really good Zoom background. <laughs> So, Rose, you are a chosen one. (laughs) TikTok has decided to invite you into their beta program and test essentially another stolen feature from Instagram. Yeah, trying to steal some stuff back. I opened TikTok recently and up next to the following tab, it popped up with Explore. If you want to see what that looks like, head to our Instagram, what's on your feed pod, because I'll post a picture there because I assumed everybody had it. Right. And then I sent it to you, Henny, and you'd never seen it before. And I even went to see, have I got TikTok up to date? Have I got any updates pending? No, I just do not have this feature. For some reason, you, as I said, you are the chosen one. I've been chosen. I, I'm going to be honest, it's pretty boring. It's basically, it's like opening your Instagram explore page And rather than being a constant feed of videos like what you expect from TikTok, it is lots of little tiles showing just images of things you could click on, right? So looking at mine now, I've got ceramic things to make. I've got a band. I've got some Halloween costumes. I've got which duck are you today? (laughs) Tag your friends. Um, Dressing like your zodiac sign and it's got a picture of Costa and some 2000s uh, core stuff what's interesting is that every single post is a carousel slash uh we've been calling them powerpoint style so what henny hates with those 20 odd slides of images you have to scroll through then how are you supposed to explore like if you click on it it doesn't take you to a video no it just opens straight up to the set of images that you can scroll through. So it's got like lots of little tiles showing the first image of people's carousels and then you click on it and then it will, or you tap on it, whatever, and then you can scroll through and then you scroll back. And, and is it, it like a curated highlight from TikTok or is it, does it take you to the people's profiles? It is a curated suggested posts. These aren't people, some of the people that I follow, a lot of new people. And then as you tap on the image and you scroll through all of the slideshow or whatever, you have the comments underneath and that's it. You can go onto their profile if you want, but it doesn't like, you can't just continuously scroll like you do on TikTok. Now, what do you think are the pros and cons of this? Is this actually going to be useful for you? Pro, if you're in an environment where you can't listen to sound, you know when you're scrolling TikTok and sometimes people don't put captions and so you go, I guess I can't watch TikTok so I'm in a public place. Uh, this gives you another thing to look at. Con, it's kind of just Instagram. Like if I wanted to see, oh, but also I don't find Instagram's algorithm very good on my explore page. I don't use it very often. So mm. 
Oh, look, I've had it for probably, <laughs> I actually think I've had it for a week and not noticed. I just kept seeing it and going, <laughs> oh, there's photos there. And then going back to my For You page, like it's just not what I come to TikTok for. But it's there. I tried to Google it to see if anyone had written any articles about the new feature and I found an article from TechCrunch from months ago saying that TikTok was trying out getting rid of your friends or following and putting in the explore instead, uh, but they'd like reversed that since and I just couldn't find any mention of anyone in Australia talking about it. How interesting. Well, TikTok is not the only one to be, I guess, rolling out new features or trying new things, Snapchat has created a really weird new feature where you can see essentially if someone is ghosting you. No, I don't want that. So now if you send someone a message or a picture or video and the icon, you know, it's either like that blue arrow, the purple, um, or, you know, just like the arrows that indicate you've sent somebody something. Yeah. It will flash and it means it's delivered and the recipient is online, but they haven't actually opened it yet. Oh, my God. So when I first found out about this, I thought, no, creepy, weird. And then it reminded <laughs> me of when we introduced red receipts on oh, Facebook yeah. and everyone was like, oh, what the fuck? Now I can't like pretend that I haven't seen a message. So yeah. I'm wondering if this is just going to become the new normal or if this is just a step too far. I'd be interested to see because... When you're right, when red receipts first came out, I thought they were horrifying. But nowadays I quite like it because I just sometimes need to know. Like I feel like when you get older and you're not so stressed about messaging people or if you just trust the people you're messaging, you just want to know that they've seen it. Like if you're like, hey, I'm meeting you outside, I need to see that you've seen the message, right? Very true. And I'm less worried about it. But Snapchat doesn't really have that purpose. Like Mm. you're not communicating it, just information. And so I think this might be a little bit mean. (laughs) Snapchat, I know you're a dying art form. I'll probably still be appreciating you for the years to come because I've got people on that app who do not have any other social media. (laughs) I feel like it's like my close friends who I have on Snapchat. It does serve a special purpose. I think because there's no feed, it's I find it one of the more fun social medias because you know whatever you're about to open was just sent to you and I said there's no feed there is a feed and we've been talking about wanting to talk about it on the podcast for a while because the snapchat content feed is quite bizarre so if you've ever watched stuff on snapchat like if anyone out there is watching short videos on snapchat please let us know occasionally I'll like click into like the chiropractic videos because even though I'm horrified by chiropractors I find it sometimes interesting to watch and then they put fucking ads in these like little stories it's weird as I said nobody judged me for still using snapchat I don't want to fucking hear it so I've I've not wanted to hear a lot of things today I don't know what's got it into me anyway I'm about (laughs) to go on a cruise I'm about to I was about to say I'm ready to jump into um hopefully a (laughs) shit free pool because none of the toddlers are going to poo in it (laughs) (laughs) hang out with spider-man and mickey (laughs) and eat my body weight at the buffet yes (laughs) i support that wholeheartedly thank you so much for listening we will be back with another episode very soon also this is our 60th episode (gasps) go us i hope everyone's been enjoying the show make sure you like and subscribe and give us a great review 
Merci beaucoup and find us on all of our various social medias. You know what to do. <laughs> yes. Bye bye.